When asked why they don't use content marketing to promote their businesses, most real estate agents I speak to have some great explanations. I'm either told that they're too busy, which I totally get, or that they tried it and it didn't work, yes, lots of failure, or their market is too competitive. But Katrina Benton is different. She's here to debunk all of those excuses and then some. She's a lifelong resident of Anchorage, Alaska, and Katrina comes from a long line of real estate professionals. But unlike her father and grandfather, Katrina has invested heavily in digital marketing. That investment has helped her build a sustainable year-round practice in a highly seasonal market. Now, Katrina is taking her show on the road, helping agents in Texas, California, and Colorado use her content and tools to grow their own businesses. In this interview, Katrina Benton describes how agents can turn their content and the tools that they use to attract attention into a full-fledged marketing system and explains why being busy isn't the same as being successful. Hi, this is Lindsay Reichman of the Reichman Group. I'm with Compass in Washington, D.C. Hi, this is Jack Miller from T3 Experts. Hi, this is Katrina Benton with Alaska Real Estate Team at Keller Williams Realty in Anchorage, Alaska. And you're listening to the Marketing Genius Podcast. Welcome to the Marketing Genius Podcast, where we take you behind the scenes with the most brilliant real estate professionals and brands to uncover the latest digital marketing tools and tricks for your online arsenal. Now here's your host, Seth Price. Katrina, thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, I'm super excited to be talking with you today. So... We've talked to agents and brokers from all over the country on the show, but you're our first Alaskan, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, so I wanted to start out by going, hey, what's unique about working in that market? And you know, the follow-up to that is what's challenging about it? So I am in Alaska, right? It's a really seasonal market. Um, we do the majority of our transactions um, in the summertime, and then everything kind of just slows down for most agents um, whenever it's snowing. So October through um, March is pretty slow for most the agents. And so I think that's one of the biggest challenges is to be successful year round and to have a pipeline of business that um, keeps us consistent year round. Yeah, it's definitely challenge. Um, the other thing is that I live out, I actually live out in Kodiak, Alaska, um, and it's a really remote place. Mm. Um, I think right now we have about 20 homes in our MLS for sale. Um, and so keeping myself busy in a very small market that's also very seasonal, um, is a pretty big challenge, I think. So you say something that I think most people cannot even imagine, which is, okay, you're in, I don't know, not quite half the year, but almost half the year, five months, right? It's snowing. Yeah, it's and, snowing. And then the inventory is not just like, you know, there's not a lot. There's just not a lot of inventory. It's not like the market changed. How, I'm going to go off on a tangent. How did you start in real estate in that environment? So I am the third generation in my family to sell real estate here. That's awesome. I didn't get I didn't get an option. I turned 19. That's how old you have to be to take the test. And my parents were like, you're taking the test. Um, so I was kind of um, forced into it by my by my family. Um, 
And then, but I've gone and I've been a lot more successful than anyone in my family ever was before me. Uh-huh. Um, because I got really into the tech aspect of real estate and online lead generation. And that's how I've been able to build a consistent business, which my parents, my grandpa didn't ever really have. Um, and so I think I was forced into it and then I kind of just ha- had to have fun with it, had to make the best of it. Yeah. And that's, that's where I'm at. Was there ever, I mean, just on a personal note, like being forced into the family business, was there ever this moment where you're like, oh, I can't believe they're doing this to me? Oh, the whole time. I really did not want to be a real estate agent. Um, and I went to school to do, to be an attorney. And um, I was really close to graduating. I think I was like one semester and my dad was like, no, you're, this is enough of this. Um, you're coming to work. And um, I think just... I'm glad because I can't imagine myself doing anything else at this point. And I've yeah. had such success with it that I always joke about that with my dad. And I say, well, it kind of worked out for me. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about Come Home. Is it like what's what sets you guys apart? I mean, clearly from everything that I've heard, you're an excellent digital marketer and we'll dive into that later. But when you think about, you know, there's there's other realtors around you. How are you guys different? So I think the difference in my company, like in my company and the way that we're marketing and the way that other people are marketing is we're really looking at things from a consumer perspective and coming from contribution and providing information and data about the neighborhoods, subdivisions and communities in which the real estate is located Um, and allowing people to do their own research online and just targeting those words for SEO. Um, I think a lot of people approach marketing and they say, I wanna sell a lot of houses in Anchorage, Alaska. And so they kinda pay for advertising that attracts those kind of consumers. I don't go uh, 10,000 feet. I go down to a neighborhood level when I'm doing my advertising and my marketing and really connecting with people where they live and allowing them to just um, search and find out more about information about the community um, and just being a neighborhood expert and a resource for people. And then the sales just show up. Mm. Um, I think that's really the difference in our real estate teams and in our marketing company is that we just want to come from contribution and help people to make informed choices. So I call that a helping mindset. I mean, that's a oversimplification, but it it's like, yeah, You know, I think it's so foreign to so many people in small businesses. Like we do service, like we all know what that is. But to think about that in in one's marketing when traditionally like advertising means like, you know, pounding someone over the head and convincing them to do something. Um, But I love the fact that you've, one, not only figured that out, but completely embraced it. Um, So let's talk about digital marketing a little bit. You're not just an agent. Um, you coach Keller Williams agents from all over the, you know, from all over about marketing their listings and businesses on the web. So let's say I'm a total skeptic when it comes to digital marketing. How would you pitch me on the value of today's technology? Well, I would say if you're not using online and digital marketing right now, um, you're behind on times because that's where the consumers are looking. Um, I think the data is out there that says the consumers are looking online on Google um, and online, you know, 
Facebook and different social media platforms, that's where the consumers are coming from now. Those are our sign calls now. Mm-hmm. Um, everything else has decreased. I know our volume of sign calls went down. Our newspaper calls are non-existent. Um, print marketing isn't what it used to be. And I think it's just being aware of what's going on around you. Yeah. Um, and I do meet people that are skeptics about that and tell me, oh, the internet is my very first broker. He told me that the internet, you're just, it's a fad. You're just getting lucky right now. That's not going to last. Well, he said that to me back in 2009. And um, I think maybe now he's kind of noticing that. Um, <laughs> you're still, you're still cruising along. <laughs> it's not a fad. It's here to stay. The internet is what that's, that's where every, every business is going to have to go. Yeah. Um, just because that's where the consumers are going and you have to follow the consumer. Um, and the data is there. Yeah. And, um, I think that the, I don't think people don't believe like the internet, you know, if I get on there, that's, I think what they think mm-hmm. is that, um, it's going to be really expensive. I'm not going to be able to convert the leads. Um, it's going to be a ton of work to upkeep. I think those are more of the objections I get when I'm coaching or when I'm teaching a seminar and trying to encourage people to get their stuff online. Yeah. Um, it's that I don't, I'm not tech savvy enough, hmm. which are all, um, they're valid. I don't think they're valid, I, at least fears. Yeah, they're valid fears, but I don't think they're reasons for people not to get with the program. Yeah. Because I'm not tech savvy. I, I don't have a degree in computer science or something, you know. Um, everything I learned, I learned off of webinars and podcasts and just being aware and asking people for help. Um, so it's not like it requires a fancy degree to yeah. internet market your real estate business. That's a, that's not a true thing. Yeah. Um, it can, it can be very time consuming. And if you spend your time on the wrong things online, you won't see any results. Yeah. And I think a lot of people get into that. There's a lot of people out there in the world selling snake oil, do this and you know, you'll have so much success Yeah. and they follow it and then they don't want to listen to reason yeah. about what they should do the correct way, the, the correct model and system to have success online. So you teach and talk a lot about marketing systems. If from your perspective, what does that mean exactly? In, like, is there a difference between marketing tools or software and a marketing system? Explain, explain what so you mean. A marketing system to me includes the tools and the software. But it's really just a process. And it's saying every time that I list a house, these are the 10 steps I follow. And that's where it becomes a system. When we do things repeatedly, we should systemize those so that we have consistent work. So the workflow is consistent every time. You know, we put the listing here and here and here and here. Mm -hmm. And then... um, the follow-up process with the leads is all systemized. That's that's another part of it. Um, and I wouldn't say like it's one, it's not one thing, like one software that you can just go out there and buy and everything's going to be perfect. It's a whole system as far as content creation. We have our checklists and then um, <laughs> for publishing and reviewing and making sure that everything's ranking on Google, we have a system for that. And then we have a system for lead follow-up. And then we have a system for when we get a listing from that marketing and for marketing that listing and then getting more buyers. And so I think when you just sit down and break every step down, it's like 300 steps to go from writing an article online to getting a listing 
to selling that listing and selling another buyer and having both transactions close. And that's the goal yep. <laughs> when we start any con- any piece of content that's absolutely our goal and so um that's the system i think um there's lots of tools involved in that lots of websites crm for follow-up um a lot of excel sheets <laughs> yep. involved in our system um that we use so tell me about I'm going to deep dive into a couple of pieces of what you just said so you create a piece of content what type of content might this be? This is a blog post or a video or? Yeah, most of our content online, um, like our, our blog is our biggest lead generator. Okay. Um, it's been viewed about 1.5 million times since 2010. Nice. Um, it's just, we write articles about blog posts about neighborhoods, subdivisions, market reports, listings, um, just putting content out there so that if someone's Google searches, what's a, what's the neighborhood like, um, they get, they get our content and the option to look at the homes that are for sale in that neighborhood. And and so when they get to that post, what have you done to optimize it? Like, how do you decide? So you pick a neighborhood in, Mm -hmm. in your town and then you decide you're going to optimize for a street or a zip code or the neighborhood? How does it work? So I have blueprints that I use because that's how I get consistent work and that's part of my system. And I've, over the years, you know, A-B tested and played with if, if the words are arranged this way or that way, what works better. Um, I love, so- I, hold on one second. I love that you tell me that you're not, you know, a technologist, but you are A-B testing the process of having people land on a page and determining the conversion of that. Like that's amazing. Most people don't even know what AB testing is. Well, it's just copying paste. And so having the words arranged differently and then do it another version and then let them go at the same time. And which one brings me the most back. Okay. Um, But it's not, I'm not, I'm not super tech savvy. Um, but I can copy and paste like Mm. nobody's business. (laughs) I think is the funny part. Um, but I take those blueprints and like I said, I copy paste, find and replace. So I'll take like the street name, replace, replace. Mm-hmm. Um, I do everything like a notepad. That's how tech savvy I am. Got it. Um, it has that find and replace and it lets me yeah. do the copy paste. Yeah. So, um, we just developed the blueprints to where they rank every single time on Google and then just replicate. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, and, and you put a bunch of images in it. I'm diving down for the audience, yeah. which is, so. Um, yeah, we use a lot of images. All the images are going to be named whatever the keyword is that we're going for. So yep. like if the blog post is about a neighborhood, I would have all the images named um, as the neighborhood. It works best for me when I have um, like a YouTube slideshow yep. um, that I have embedded is the very first thing. And then, and of course that's in the label, the, the title of that, the keywords for that, it's all tagged up with the keyword that I want. Mm-hmm. And then I had three photos throughout the post. Um of the house or of the neighborhood. Yep. And then, um, and they're all of course labeled that because people do find us on Google image search. Yeah. They want to know, you know, I think I've been really lucky in my positioning here because a lot of people buy their homes here where I live sight unseen. Yeah. They're moving in the military. They don't get to come up to Alaska for a week and house hunt. They just, they don't get the opportunity to do that. And so I think being aware of that and aware that people were searching for the neighborhoods um, and subdivisions from afar 
and get, getting that information. The thing is, though, is when I replicated it, like in Austin and Denver and in California, um, the same thing happened. I think that happens all across the country. And I think that just a lot of people aren't aware of that, how much research a consumer does. Yeah. What's amazing is, well, one, I love process and I love what you've done in creating a, a blueprint for how to create your content. Cause I think frameworks are so important. Um, and I yeah. think, I think that most of the, I'll call them failures, but when people get, they say, Hey, I tried blogging and it really was horrible and I didn't get any results is that we sort of may have randomly put up some content, which is much of what you see yeah. on, on, like people are doing the same thing on Facebook. They're like, yeah, I'm on Facebook. What's your strategy? Well, I just sort of share some stuff and I share my listings. It's like, well, that's not a blueprint. That's just like randomly throwing stuff out there. So I really yeah. love, I love that you've done that. So how many posts are on your site, by the way, approximately? It's it's about 2000 right now and on that on that one yeah I'm not like my draw could drop but I really I want to frame for the audience that doing any marketing activity is about consistency and continuity and what Katrina has been able to do is build a body of work that is a basically a moat against competition because you started so long ago and you just, yeah. you have not stopped that anyone deciding to do this in your market today would have just a ton of work to catch up. And now I frame all that because in almost every market I've been into, no one owns the market for digital marketing for real estate. Yeah. The bar is so low that anybody listening today could start this process and totally crush it. And I do. That's awesome. I, I expand this thing all over. Um, I've got it in 10 different cities throughout the States and it works every time. Um, but again, it's just implementing something and it's, it's all stuff that's available to anybody who wants to do it. You know, I'm using like Keller Williams tools and systems and their models and just doing what I'm told. Um, but I'm like, if, if no one in Palm beach is going to do that, I guess I'll go do that. Yeah. Um, it, and so I think that it's just doing what I'm told and following a model. That's awesome. Um, it's not anything genius. And I think that's where a lot of people get mixed up online is they think they have to sit down and write, you know, something really creative yeah. um, that probably isn't going to rank and they're probably not going to see results from. And it might be really good content, but if they're not following a proven model or a proven system using a like a blueprint that they know is going to rank on yeah. Google, um, you're just not going to get a lot of results. And so... I think just paying attention and, and I think I've been really fortunate too in that I've had a lot of people help me um, that really I had no business asking for help yeah. there in the beginning. Um, I think I was, I've was i been really blessed to be in the right place at the right time to learn a lot of this stuff. Um, but it's definitely not anything that someone couldn't decide. I want to be um, really good with SEO and just sit down and watch a couple hours of YouTube and figure out a lot of stuff. Yeah, that's so great. We'll be right back with more from the Marketing Genius Podcast. Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Marketing Genius Podcast. To show our gratitude, Playster is offering an exclusive deal just for our listeners. For a limited time, mention the podcast and get 20% off your first three months of an advanced Playster subscription. To learn more, give us a call at 800-728-8391 or visit playster.com forward slash listen 20.
Welcome back to the Marketing Genius Podcast. Let's pick up where we left off. So you've taught and consulted with lots of teams across the country. Um, Mm -hmm. The folks that don't succeed in your coaching, like what's the consistent thing that they don't do? That causes them. They don't do their homework. (laughs) What do you, what do you mean by that? Explain it. So um, when I do coaching with people, I have uh, weekly calls with them. Right. And so I talk about what they did last week, what they're learning. Um, We go through, you know, this is what I want to show you how to do this week. And here's your homework to go along with it. And I always know within a month or two after I take in a client, if they're going to have success, because I've had brand new agents just go out and kill it using my systems because they do their homework and they treat it like they're in some kind of class and that they're learning and they treat it like that. And then they do the homework and they get results from it. And then they see that. And then, you know, our confidence comes from our past successes. Yeah. So if you don't have past success in something, but you have a coach who has that, and then I think it just makes them more confident going in and then they're able to do the work, convert the leads, sell the houses. Um, so I've got, I've got some coaching clients like that. And then I have people that miss their coaching calls that don't, will be on the call and say, oh, I just got real busy. I did two open houses last week um, and I didn't get that blog posted. Yeah. Um, those are the ones that usually don't stick around more than two or three months because they're paying for yeah. that, right? Yeah. So if they're not going to do it, usually they figure that out. I won't give up on anyone. Like I won't say, I'm not going to coach you anymore, but I'll tell them, you know, on the call, um, this is kind of a waste of your money this week, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Do you need to talk more about how to do that last activity? Do you need to go over that again? Because I want to see you succeed with it. Um, but that's people getting, some people are too busy to ever be successful. Oh, that's so, a great statement. Too busy yeah. to ever be successful. Um, we experience that a lot with sort of, I'll call it misaligned expectations. And you mentioned this earlier, where someone will sign up for the website or CRM or marketing automation and literally not do anything. Yeah. Like like they sign up, they pay their, you know, $400 or $150 or whatever it is that they pay. Yeah. And they don't respond to emails. They don't create any content. They don't put their list in like, and you look at it and they get on the phone and they want to do, like they say, the words come out of the mouth. I want to do this, but the, yeah. but the action doesn't happen. Yeah, and that's, I think it's just the biggest thing um, that separates people that are going to be successful and who aren't are the people that are actually going to take action. Because I could have grown all the classes I went to, watched all the videos and webinars, listened to all the podcasts in the world. But if I never sit down and implement and like time, so I time block, you know, yeah. for implementation. If I watch a webinar, and it's an hour long. I have a two hour time block for that. Yeah. Um, oh, that's it's, so it's awesome. Very, very important. Yeah. So, it's okay. super important. Yeah. So you, you, will, you create enough time so you can process what you learned and prioritize the next steps. And see if it works. Give it a test. You know, if I invest an hour in watching something, how to do something, um, I should at least invest another hour and test it out. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Which I think is funny because people will do that. They'll, they'll book, they'll, you know, they'll watch a webinar and be like, that's great. I just learned how to set up my campaigns in my CRM. And then I'll do that tomorrow. And But by the time they get back to it, it's two days later. Yeah. And they don't remember half of what was on the webinar. Yeah. And they don't want to go back and rewatch it. So they just don't do it. Um, I see a lot of that 
I have been guilty of that in the past. Um, I, ha- I have to be honest that I have been guilty of go because I travel a lot and I speak a lot. And sometimes I'll sit in on a session and then uh-huh. I like it inspired by the session, but then I don't go back to it for a week. And then I, my brain is cloudy on what I learned. Um, yeah. I, I recently wrote a book that is coming out called The Road to Recognition, um, and it may be out by the time this is published, but there's a chapter in it, which is the last chapter in the book called Zeal. Z is for zeal. And it's the idea that even though we've covered sort of every marketing activity and tactic in the book that you can do to build your brand, there are so many things that just require you to show up. Like there's, there's 10 things that require zero talent and like showing up on time, your work <laughs> ethic effort, your body language, energy, attitude, passion, being coachable, going the extra mile and actually being prepared. Like you don't have to be a rocket scientist. You don't have to be super smart or have a huge IQ. You just need to show up and do the work. And that, that is the part that so many people I think just overlook and are willing to spend, you know, like, Hey, they keep signing up for stuff. And uh, I know I've been guilty of that in the past. And I just want to frame that like for the listeners, it's not just you. It's like, this is Mm -hmm. a thing that happens across the board. And the opportunity here is to focus on a, whatever process you are going to try and just Mm -hmm. focus on it and do the work. So I, I love, love what you're doing. It's just consistency. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me, do you, um, do you spend any ad dollars? Do you do any like Facebook marketing or Google AdWords? I would never. Ah, Awesome. Okay. (laughs) That's great. No, I don't. Um, I don't buy any leads from any of the directories. I don't uh, pay to be on Google. I don't pay to be on Facebook. Um, I generate, I don't think you should pay for leads. I think that you can pay if you can't do the content yourself pay to have it built build something evergreen that just feeds you yeah right like so i have a lot of time invested in that i don't spend money but i spend a lot of time yeah so that's a resource yep yeah but the thing is is that the time that i spent in 2010 is feeding my agents in anchorage today yeah that's and i'm not having to spend time again and again again whereas if you spend money it's never ending so So, what's your website because i want people to go to it um i come on anchorage.com Comehomeanchorage.com. Okay. Yeah, that's that's our first website. That's my model. That's what everything else. We have lots of websites now, but that's my original one that I built. I built that myself. It's my baby. Nice, <laughs> nice. And how many sites do you have? And I want to bring this up, and I just I want to warn people listening to this piece that get excited about having multiple sites because they already own a whole bunch of domains. Don't, yeah. Don't do that until you get the first one crushing it. Perfect. So, but I do want to ask you for, so everyone knows. In Alaska, I have three websites. I okay. have uh, one that's just specifically for Kodiak where I live. I have Co- Come Home Anchorage. And then I have another website, um, Alaska Home Shop, that serves my Anchorage team. Um, in every other city, so we have nine other expansion cities that we mm-hmm. have built stuff in. Yep. It's one website per city. That's great. So, and, and that'll stay that way until I see results enough to build, you know, you have to build based on successes. So we build the first one and uh, implement our systems and have faith that that's going to work out. And then when we get to a certain level of success, 
then we invest again and um, build a second one on a different product. Um, but you know, you don't need 50 websites. You need one website that's really good. Yeah. And you, so. you create a lot of content, which we discussed. Um, do you write it all? Do you have a team? Do you outsource VAs local? Like how does we, that work? Yeah, we, there's no way I could do all this work by myself. Um, I have a team of virtual assistants powered through my out desk. Okay. So we just, um, let leverage them and let them do like hiring and help us train them and supervise them and pay them. Um, and then we can just focus on the parts that we want to do. And they do a lot better job. I've had in the beginning, I tried to, uh, leverage that piece locally Yeah. and I didn't have a whole lot of luck because for the money and the skill level, um, it was just a lot more expensive here. Yeah. Um, and then I couldn't find people with the worth work ethic that my yeah. virtual assistants have. They're insane. Which is I crazy. love them. <laughs> um, those yeah. who aren't willing to work their butts off should be a little nervous about VAs um, just because oftentimes you can get a VA and they will, they will work 10 hours a day. They will work on the weekends. I mean, it's just, it's pretty amazing. Um, that's myoutdesk.com, which is really focused on real estate VAs. Um, but there's lots of them out there. Um, yeah. I, I want, as we wrap up, I want to hear if I'm a newbie, let's say I decided I met you somewhere at a conference and I said, Hey, I'm going to start in real estate and I got my license and I want to figure out like how to do marketing what would you tell me to do? I would say um, the first step, like for, if you want to learn to do internet marketing, is to look online. Um, I think there's a lot of resources out there. I don't think you should start by spending money hiring um, a marketing company to do things for you, but just look online and look at um, different programs that are out there at different um like I would say, like go to activebrain.com. That's a blogging mm -hmm. platform. Yep. And look at that. There's tons of advice on there on that. It's a huge community of real estate professionals giving each other advice all the time. Yep. Um, tons of good information on there. Um, as far as where to start, um, you can hire a coach like me. I, yep. I take on newbie agents. Um, I have some that are really just selling a lot of houses, That's great. um, working our systems. Uh, the other thing you can do is go into your office and look at what kind of training are they providing. Most real estate offices in this day and age are providing some level of tech training. Yeah. Um, and if they're not maybe reevaluate where you're working. Um, because <laughs> yeah. I think it's, it's really important. I know, um, the company I work for, we do workshops every week on tech, right? So yeah. I just yesterday in my market center on, um, an app. Yep. So I think that, um, making sure you're in the right environment is really important and that you're surrounding yourself with people, um, that aren't negative about it. Yeah. Cause I know when I started, you know, my grandpa and my dad, they're like, what are you doing? You're wasting all your time, you know, um, maybe surrounding yourself with people that are more, um, positive about that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and just being in the right, like, like I said, a lot of my success is to do being in the right place, the right time with the right people yeah. and being willing to hear what I had to say. That's so awesome. Um, Very yeah. cool. And, if you, and the thing about the universe too, if you think about it and you say, I really want to learn how to do SEO, all of a sudden you're going to see everything SEO showing up Yeah. and you're going to learn how to do that if you just set your mind to it. That's so great. Katrina, 
thank you so much for being on the show. Where can people find out more about you, more about your coaching and what you do? Um, if they just go to my website, comehomeanchorage.com, there's a form there that they can fill out that sends directly to me. Awesome. This is Seth Price, your host at the Marketing Genius Podcast and also at Playster. If you want to connect with me, uh, try Twitter, which I love a lot, which is I'm at Seth Price. I'm also on Facebook and LinkedIn and Instagram. Um, I'm pretty easily found. I'd love to hear your thoughts. If you like the show, share it. Uh, And if you want more information or listen to more um, stuff about real estate marketing, go to Playster.com dot com forward slash academy where we've got um, over a thousand articles and videos about how to be a better marketer in real estate. Katrina, love what you're doing. Keep up the great work and keep sharing your message. Uh, really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, Seth. This has been super fun. Thank you for inviting me on here. My pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Genius Podcast. If you like what you've heard, be sure to write us a review on the iTunes store. For our full episode archive and access to exclusive bonus content, visit us online at playster.com podcast. If you have feedback about Marketing Genius or want to suggest topics and guests for future shows, drop us a line at podcast at playster.com. Don't settle for mediocre marketing. Become a marketing genius and start growing your real estate business online. The Marketing Genius Podcast is brought to you by Playster, the all-in-one business platform for real estate professionals. With beautiful websites, lead management, marketing automation, analytics, free education, and 24-7 support, Playster offers everything agents and brokers need to succeed online. Learn more at Playster.com.